Hey everyone, this is Adam Helfman and welcome to my podcast. It's called Contractor Therapy. And this is the podcast that teaches you, the homeowner and the contractor, all about crazy stories uh, from the home improvement business, whether it's the homeowner from hell or even the contractor from hell. And today's episode is one of my favorites. It's the biggest lies in home improvement. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, what does that mean, the biggest lies in home improvement? Well, just so we're on the same page for everyone, joining me in the podcast studio uh, is Roberto Beauchene. How are you doing? Hey, now. And his right man and producer of Hire It Done, the radio show as well, Paul Sarah. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you guys here, six feet apart. As yeah, uh, trying. Yeah, we're trying to at least, right? <laughs> trying times that we're in right now. But hey, listen. People are uh, thinking about home improvement. America's actually addicted to home improvement. And one of the biggest complaints that we get uh, through Hire It Done uh, about contractors is, why does the job take too long? And I always say to them, well, what did he tell you? And then I come to find out, asking contractors, what do you tell and what do you talk to the homeowners? Well, what happens is, is part of the reason homeowners think the job took too long is because the contractor usually overpromises. And what I mean by that is he says, oh, yeah, the job will take a week. You know, how long are you guys are going to be here? Oh, you know, three, four days. You know, they forgot to tell you that if everything shows up on time, if the inspector's here on time, things like that. So to me, the biggest lies, plural, because there's more than one in home improvement is first thing is the guys are on their way. Now, Roberto, have you ever hired a contractor or you know anybody <laughs> that says, oh, yeah, these guys are supposed to be here. I'm here all day. Yeah, I've heard about those stories where... Um you know, a guy said he's going to be there at a certain time, but all of a sudden it's like seven o'clock at night and the guy will show up at dinner time or something. And yeah, I mean, you know. here's the thing. Homeowners have an expectation. So let's go through the process. Let's say you want a new roof. Okay. Let's just go an easy one trade job, a roof. You call five roofing companies or you go to hiredone.com and you get three or four. They compete for your business. But what they need to do is they need to price your, your project. So now as technology is evolving, they can kind of price it without coming in your house now, which is kind of cool, but they still need to inspect the attic. They still need to do a couple inspection things. However, first thing you do is you make appointments with these roofers. So first thing is you, you re request roofers and three or four contact you. Now, in, outside of Hired Done, you can go to your yellow pages online, wherever you find roofers. When you call four or five of them, you're lucky to get two to call you back, first thing. Mm -hmm. So that's the first problem. Then when they finally call you back, they'll say, okay, I'll be there Tuesday at 6. Okay, great. Tuesday at 6 comes around, 5, 5.30, 6, 6.15, 6.30. Hey, I better text him. Better call him. Hey, anyway, oh, yeah, you know, we got delayed. We're on our way. You know, 7 o'clock. Then you're starting to think, is this Comcast? Is this, you know, the cable guy? Is this somebody coming up? You know, we'll be there between 12 and 5. Who wants to sit home between 12 and 5? Why is their time more val valuable than yours? Exactly. And that's the key. Why does that happen? Why do people even think that? So with me, I always tell the contractors, you tell them a time and you stick to it. Because in home improvement, if you show up on time, if you say 11 and you're there between 1045 and 11, right away, psychologically, homeowner's like, oh my God, this guy's actually on time. That's like a win because you can bet that your competition may or may not even show, may not even return your call. So there's where you got to show up now. What happens when the guy says six or seven and he shows up at 8.30 ringing your doorbell? You know, oh, I'm sorry. No one told me that you were six o'clock. I had it written down to show this evening. 
you know, what, what, what happens to me is that's a disrespect to the homeowner. Send the guy home. Unless he comes up with a valid excuse, send his ass home. <laughs> like, literally. Now, now you've paid, you've made your choice, and now you've got the roofer says, okay, Mrs. Jones, you're on the schedule. Um, we're going to order your shingles, and then we're going to call you with a start date. Okay, great. Now, what does that mean, start date? When is it starting? This week, next week, four weeks, five weeks? What does that mean? Well, the key is getting them to put it in writing or to com confirm. Here's, the, here's how it should happen. Hi, Mrs. Jones. You ordered the black, uh, gray, speckled shingle from the supplier. We're going to deliver it on Tuesday. And we're going to do what we call a rooftop delivery. So rooftop deliveries is when the truck comes, he actually takes the shingles and puts them on your roof. When that happens, we start within the next 24 to 48 hours, barring any bad weather. That's the right way to do it. Now, how many homeowners actually end up saying, wait a minute, well, you guys delivered shingles today. No one told me. You know, they just don't communicate. Again, lies in home improvement are, are about communication. So now the shingles show up. Do they show up or not? What if it rained at like 8 o'clock in the morning and it rained for like two hours? It's 10 o'clock, rain's done, sunny, at noon, everything's dry. Where's the shingles? Why aren't the guys here? Well, you know, they're like, Mrs. Jones, we called off for the day because we roofed two, three jobs a day. Oh, well, that makes sense. So the bottom line is getting them to commit to when it's starting, when they're coming. Now, the other lies that we've always been told is, how long should the job take? That's a hard question because let's use a bathroom as an example. Everybody's bathroom may look the same with a tub, a vanity, and a toilet. However, nobody knows what's behind the toilet. Nobody knows what's, if it's been leaking. Nobody knows if the tile is rotted underneath or the tub has the drain, you know. So the, if the guy says, oh, we'll be in and out in five days, he should caveat that. But what jobs, just off the top of your head, what are like always going to be a one full day job that would be like installing air conditioning or um... a one day job is very rare today. Yeah. Um, literally maybe insulating a house, maybe uh, replacing a furnace or an air conditioner, um, you know, depending on the size of a paint job, but even a roof today uh, it should be done in a day, right. but there are so many distractions, so many excuses that come up with reasons why it doesn't happen. Like, listen, for a roof, you have to pull a permit. Well, the roofing, the inspectors have to come out and see the roof. So if you don't get there at a certain time, you can't finish the job. And then if there's thunderstorms at night, you know, you got a big, big risk. So there's are too many things that stop it from coming in a day. Now, this is something that homeowners might not like to hear, but is it ever a time where it's okay for a contractor to lie to them? Ooh, never okay to lie. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, let's be realistic. Every contractor lies, I think. Even the ones that, you know, praise, you know, that the God sent them to you. Oh, Paul, Paul can't work in the business. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is the contractors, you know, Mrs. Jones, we're on our way right now. Okay? He's not lying. In his mind, he's on his way. Well, as he's walking out the door, the other homeowner calls and says, listen, there's dripping water coming out of this faucet. And the floor's not down yet, and it's getting the floor wet. Oh, really? I'm going to stop right now on my way. So he was in good intentions to go on to Mrs. Jones's house, but instead he makes a right turn, 
and goes to Mrs. Lallaby's house, you know? <laughs> and Mrs. Lallaby says, oh, thank you very much. And he has to stop the leak. And guess what? It took him three hours. So homeowner A is waiting three extra hours. Where is this guy? He said he's on his way. Oh. He didn't really lie, but he did, right? So now he goes over to the house and says, oh, I got tied up. Instead of saying, instead of the right way to do it is, Mrs. Mrs. A, I'm on my way to Mrs. Lallaby's house because she has a leak and it's an emergency. And if you had a leak really quick, I'd come to you too. So I'm going to be there. It shouldn't take me more than a few minutes. But if it takes me longer, I'm going to call you. He gets there. Hey, I'm going to be here for about an hour or two, but on my way to your house, I'm going to call you. Okay, great. That's the right way to communicate. Check in once an hour from the other house. Yes. It's even once just to say, hey, I may not make it now because I have this. And then when he shows up, you're not only proving to the homeowner you're honest, but you're proving that you can communicate. Now, again, the other underlying theme of not lying to a homeowner and being a good contractor is communication. However, contractors just, they're not thinking about the big picture. They're thinking about getting that leak stopped. They're thinking about, all right, I'll get to her. She can wait. But it's common courtesy that that happens. So then he shows up and he says, oh, thank God you're gone. I'm glad you called me because I had to do some run, run some errands and I got the errands done. Can you imagine if a homeowner says, well, I'm not going to do my errands. I'm not going to go to the grocery store and get my toilet paper uh, and paper towel and wipes. I'm going to wait because the guy's coming and then he doesn't show. I mean, that's aggravating. Contractors don't know the domino effect of their actions. People are vulnerable when a contractor enters their life. So... The same thing is, all right, Mrs. Jones, we'll be done tomorrow. Can I get the check today? You know, you hear that one. Well, tell me what's going to be done tomorrow. I want to know. That's the question as a homeowner. You should be asking a contractor. What is going to be done tomorrow? And it goes back to the contract. When you write a contract with a homeowner, everything needs to be spelled out. In fact, an upcoming podcast will be what should be included in a contract because homeowners don't know. And contractors want to make it a little bit vague in case they need to wiggle around it. So that's an important thing. I can imagine as a homeowner, when they say the whole, well, pay us today and because we only got this to do tomorrow, I would be skeptical about that, especially if it was like, yeah, we're putting the whole roof on tomorrow, but if you could pay us today. Yeah, don't. <laughs> the answer is do not pay. And it's okay to tell a contractor, say, Mrs. Mr. Contractor, listen, I'm not comfortable paying you everything today. However, I'll give you some money, but I'm going to hold back some money until it's done. No offense, but I was told by Adam Helfman, hire a done says don't pay. And that's okay. Now, there are times where a contractor is going to be honest and say, hey, Mrs. Jones, this is why I need this money. This is why it's going to happen. And if you would help me, this will be great. So in that case, it becomes the question or the answer to the homeowner. So I don't have a problem with that. But I'll be honest with you. You know, uh, it's such a lie when a contractor says, oh, we'll be done in five days. This job will take three months. What he should say is he should rephrase it. In my experience, Mrs. Homeowner, the average bathroom like yours takes five days. Now, he should stop and then say, but let me tell you what could happen. Because I don't have x-ray vision, I don't know if the water underneath your toilet's been leaking. And if it is leaking, when we, replace, when we pull the toilet out, we're going to see rotted wood. You, Mrs. Homeowner, do not want me to put a new toilet over rotted wood, do you? Homeowners are like, oh, of course not. Well, I have to stop the job when that happens. I have to go buy new plywood. I have to pay my laborer to cut out the plywood and install new plywood before we can put the new toilet in. And the reason why, Mrs. Homeowner, I'm doing this is so that you have a better job. Now, that might take two or three days. So that five-day job is now eight days. Mrs. Homeowner, are you okay with that? 
That's a good contractor, my friends, asking that question. Because the homeowner's like, well, of course I'm good with that. Now, Mrs. Homeowner, the price I've charged you for your bathroom doesn't include the replacement of the wood. So if we do find that, there's going to be an extra charge. I have labor and I have materials. Are we on the same page? Now, a good contractor will have it in this contract that says any extras not written here will be deemed a change order and will be charged up front, not at the end of the job. And that's another surprise from contractors. So as a homeowner, think about that. You don't want it to happen, but you do want the contractor to tell you because what else would happen? What if he did replace the wood, put the new toilet in, and at the end of the job says, oh, here's a, Mrs. Jones, here's an extra bill for 3500 You extra money you owe me. You did, what do you mean? What do I owe you for? Well, I had to do this. I had to do that. The job took longer. Blindsided. Right. You got blindsided. So communication and lies, again, the job takes five days. That's why I'm saying to you, a good contractor needs to communicate with you. Now, the other good value is if the good contractor knows that and tells you that, there's a good chance it won't happen. It's the ones that don't say it that, oh, shit. Now I'm going to have to have that happen. So you got to be careful, but you got to have it in writing. That's why it's so important to when we talk about getting a contract with a contractor in writing, get everything in writing, review it, and then send it back to the contractor and ask him, say Adam Helfman from Hire It Done says, tell me everything not included in this contract. <laughs> That'll force, now remember, it's not just a trick. This actually forces the contractor to think. Because he's going to look at you and say, what do you mean, what's not included? Well, Mr. Contractor, Adam says to have you write down everything included. So think about what's not included. That's, that'll solve a lot of those problems. What's not included is, you know, three toilets. You know what I'm saying? Everything on this is included. So that's why you have that. Now, uh, when it's a bigger job, a kitchen, you know, where you have multiple trades, you got electrical, you got plumbing, you got tile, granite, cabinets, carpentry, demo, paint, flooring. Ugh. You've got all this, right? What can start and stop a job from taking longer? What is that? What do you got to do? Well, uh, it's in human nature for the homeowner to say, oh, Mr. Contractor, I love the design. I love that we got this. How long does this job take? You know, because, Paul, you and I have talked in the past. Homeowner sees HGTV, and they see a beautiful kitchen in a 28-minute show. What do you think about that? Well, I noticed that uh, I was talking to you about this that i've noticed that some of the shows now are like telling people up front like this is seven weeks or this is eight weeks or this is 10 weeks and i think it's because like you said it's probably to prevent people from co complaining or trying to sue the stations or well, the shows it's it's sending the wrong message it sets an expectation level to homeowners that oh we can get this done quickly it's just like google you know we're gonna have a podcast on why google ruined the home improvement business and we'll talk more about that but it's like google you get the answer instantly you watch a tv show you get an instant new kitchen in reality, my friends, a kitchen takes 12 weeks, and that's the average. So what could make it take 16 weeks? What could make it take 10 weeks? Okay, well, what are the big timelines? One of them is cabinets. If you order custom cabinets, they've got to be made after you order them. So that's a six-week order. Now, what can happen in your house in six weeks? Well, there's a lot they can do. Typically, we used to not start a project till the cabinets came in. And the reason why is because you demo a kitchen and wait four to five weeks with a, without a kitchen, homeowners eating pizza every night, <laughs> you know? And so we decided, you know what? We're not going to do demo. We're not going to do any of the roughs until we know the kitchen's uh, been manufactured and it's on delivery schedule. That way, we can do the demo one or two days. We can do the rough construction, rough electrical, rough plumbing, and those four items can be scheduled properly 
while the cabinets are on their way instead of doing it right away. Support for contractor therapy comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home today is so much more than it was yesterday, but at Rocket Mortgage, home is still all about you. During these challenging times we're all experiencing, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And while things are changing quickly every day, one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. That's why, if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions and offer solutions. They understand that hardships happen, and they're here to help. Whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments, if you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has answers. They know how important your home is to you because you are important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. How good does it feel to do a demo, a demo of a kitchen? Just to tear that shit apart. It's the best. Okay, so <laughs> it's funny you should say that because demo day, oh. you know, is always good. And we always sometimes invite the homeowner to participate. <laughs> Take a whack. At yeah, right. We do. They love it because they get all excited. But we always find out when we get started with the homeowner, the first thing we had tell them to do is, okay, Mrs. Jones, we're going to start Monday on your demo. We should, you should be here. Let's do a ceremonial smash the whole kitchen. <laughs> you know, we'll let you do it. But before Monday comes, you need to empty out the, the existing cabinets. People are like, oh, uh, you know, plates, knives, everything. Right. So that becomes like, a, you know, they don't realize. No one thinks about that. They do. And then they're like, ew, I had it. You know, we used to, at one time, I remember saying, well, we'll do it for you. That was a disaster. You broke a plate. We're missing my fine china. Really? Sorry. You know, you do it now. So, but then on demo day, we get them to smash things up. They love it. But it's exciting. And then after about three weeks, not so exciting anymore. Homeowners are like, what's going on? When is this going to be done? It's 21 days when people start to get anxious. Three weeks into a job is when the anxious start. So anyways, but the, the demo and the timeline is so important because here's the other thing. Now that you've got the rough plumbing, the rough electrical done, even rough framing, you have to now call the city and get inspections. Well, now with inspectors, they have 72 hours to come out. So if I call on Monday for all my inspections, they have till Wednesday to show up. Now, if they show up Wednesday and they all fail an inspection, then I have to call back in three more days. So you lose a whole week. Now, why would you fail an inspection if you're a great contractor? There's a thousand reasons. The whole, the contract, I mean, the inspector could be in a bad mood. You know, these guys are all about power, right? They're there to hope and protect the homeowner, don't get me wrong, and they're doing a job, but there's a lot of them that are just so demeaning and so power hungry. I've had guys come into houses before, and they're doing a kitchen um, inspection, and they'll go in the basement, and they'll be like, oh, the, I need you to upgrade the electrical panel, or they'll go on the staircase to the upstairs and say, oh, I don't see hardwire smoke detectors in this house. I'm red tagging this job. Or why do you have a deck on the back of your house? It doesn't show a deck on the original house. Who didn't pull a permit? I'm stopping the job. I mean, really? No. You're here to inspect the construction on the kitchen. Stay in the damn kitchen or get your ass out. (laughs) You know, and so it becomes a nightmare. But anyways, that's the key with a homeowner and a contractor. You got to have a relationship with them. It's almost like a marriage because he's going to say to you, now, one of the things we at Hire Done um, always promote for homeowners is the biweekly walkthrough. On a job that lasts more than four, six, or eight weeks, 
we recommend a, a walkthrough on the project on site every other week. Specify time, 9 a.m. It's an hour job, it's an hour meeting every other week at the job site. And I instruct homeowners to meet with the contractor and the contractor meet with the, the homeowner both ways. And I say to them, this is the topic of the meeting to discuss what happened last week, to discuss what's going on this week, and then to discuss what happens next week. So you've got a three-week timeline that you're overseeing in that meeting. Now, when you have the two weeks from now, you can then say, hey, we agreed last meeting that this, last week you were going to do this, this, and this, and this didn't get done. In this meeting, the other topic that you get a hold of is any issues you have with the construction timelines or quality. And that's it. Now, contractor can also say, hey, I, you haven't paid me. You're behind on payments. So this is a chance for the homeowner and the contractor to, to solve any problems face to face. That's always like the biggest hurdle on the show, like that show uh, with Jeff Lewis, that the guy that remodels homes. Yeah, right? yeah. That's always the drama is, was them and the contractors. You said this was going to be done on this day or how come that the tiles didn't come in or. Well, you know, the, you know, and the homeowner right away, you're a liar. You're a liar. Right, right, right. So, I mean, and by the way, for everyone out there, 50% of all project problems half are the homeowner's result of the homeowner making the problem for example one of the other timeline items on a kitchen is granite you can't install granite without a template a template is the outline of the granite but you can't do a template until the cabinets are in so if you have a delay on cabinets you got a delay on granite now i always tell homeowners and the week we do demo is the week we're going to pick our granite. Because we know there's three, four weeks. And if the, if the granite they pick isn't in stock, you've got to get an alternate. But at the same time, you need to get that in place. We've had homeowners say, I've got a brother-in-law in the granite business. My cousin owns this. Or I heard them advertising. I want to use this granite guy. No problem. You go to your granite guy. You pick the granite. I'll call him and I'll schedule him. Sounds easy. I call the granite guy. Oh, she never paid for the granite, so we didn't, we didn't reserve that slab. Okay, we'll just find another slab, have her tag it, have her okay and approve it, and get out here right away. Oh, we don't have that slab anymore. Okay, Mrs. Homeowner, bad news. What's up? I called your granite guy uh, to deliver the granite and get the slab started, and he said you never paid, and he said to me that he sold your slab. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my God. The whole sky, you know. Not your fault as a contractor, but the homeowner didn't do it right. Now, she goes and finds another granite. The guy goes, okay, I get you the same slab, similar cut, seven days. He's bringing the same slab. He'll be here in a week. Okay, now. Okay, great. There's a seven-day delay. Here's the deal. As a contractor, Mrs. Jones, thanks for taking care of that. Uh, I just want to make you aware that he said seven days. That's seven days from the slab arriving. Once it arrives, then he's going to come out and template it. That could be a couple of days. And then once they template it, it takes another week to cut the granite. And then once it's cut, then they schedule you for delivery and install. That's three, four weeks from now. So our 12-week project is now 16 weeks. Do you understand, Mrs. Homeowner? Because I can't do the tile backsplash till the granite's installed. I can't install your appliances. I can't do the flooring. I can't do anything until that. Now the homeowner's madder in hell, pissed off. And of course, message over messenger, they're going to shoot the messenger. Yeah, but isn't that at the point where you're like, 
You almost have to like shame them like they're a bad dog. Like, see what you did, dumbass. This is now 16 weeks. Yeah, well, here you go. <laughs> this is it's, on you. Well, there you go. So the homeowner at the end of the job, they have amnesia. They forgot, you know, and they bitch. Now, the receiving grace is when it's all done and it's a beautiful kitchen, homeowners forget about everything. They're like, oh, look out our kitchen. They want to they brag about it. And most homeowners want to brag that their contractor is um, really good. So that's the good part. However, is the homeowner do pay more money because the job did longer? No. The contractor has extra management, extra time, extra time he's getting his last payment. That homeowner costs that contractor money. Does the contractor get a chance to bitch about it? No, not at all. So the problem is it's a one-way street. It's always the big bad contractor, even though homeowners are responsible for half the time. I got to say, I would love a home improvement show where the contractor at the end of the show was like walking the couple through and then like brought their family with them and was like, you see, this is where your dumbass wife costs us four <laughs> weeks because she wanted to. You see this granite right here? <laughs> yeah. Look how beautiful this granite is. This yeah. costs your family an extra 4500 <laughs> I mean, little things like that. Or, you know, mistakes on the job. Homeowner ends up buying a pull-out sprayer, the new fancy, you know, gooseneck. Right, right. Looks like a swan for the kitchen uh, faucet. Well, when the granite guy comes, he has to cut little holes for the hot and cold, the soap dispenser, the incinerator, or whatever. But you don't have you have to have all that there. Otherwise, they didn't cut it. And they have to have the sink ahead of time. You know how many times a homeowner says, "Oh, I bought this sink," and they sent it, and then he said, "Oh, I saw another one. I bought a different one. Didn't tell anybody. The wrong size sink, or the 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 actual cabinet, the sink they bought doesn't fit." There are a thousand and one items that can delay a job. Are those cut by like water jet? Yeah. So um, the assuming it's granite or quartz, these industrial machines either use a, a laser, they use a diamond grinder or a diamond blade, or water. Yeah. Water, you know, because they polish the edges afterwards, but they have all kinds of machines that do that. But yeah, it's a huge process. Yeah. I mean, we've done it in the past and it was cool, but again. It's still one of those crazy things. So what do, since we talked about the last few minutes about homeowners getting in the way, what is it like as a contractor dealing with homeowners that lie to you? Since we're talking about the biggest lies, that it can't just always be the contractors lying. Homeowners have to lie too about things. What's it like dealing with that kind of stuff? What, like money or getting okay. paid? <laughs> yeah, so homeowners or are- Or like he said, we got a guy that does this and it turns out they don't actually have a guy that's qualified to do it. Or we got a guy that knows somebody that can get us furniture, but they don't actually know anyone that can do that. And so then it's up to you to have to deal with it. Yeah. So homeowners are trained to lie. They don't ever tell the truth a lot of times. And the reason is, <laughs> is because they don't know any better. Um, think about it. Um, you meet a homeowner in a kitchen, okay? And you say to the homeowner, half hour, 45 minutes, an hour into your first meeting with them. So, Mrs. Jones, you've just described to me your kitchen, your dream kitchen. You want granite. You want beautiful white shaker cabinets. You want stainless steel appliances. You want a marble backsplash. You want a hardwood floor. That's awesome. I can envision right now, Mrs. Homeowner, what a beautiful kitchen you're going to have. Let me ask you a question, Mrs. Homeowner. Yeah, what's that, Mr. Contractor? Do you have any idea in your mind what that was going to cost? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not a mind reader. But every homeowner who's ever been asked that question has a number in their head. And if they tell you no, they're lying. 
We got a budget. Of course they do. Of course. What, do you have you budgeted for this? Well, not really. You're the expert. You got to tell me, Mr. Contractor. Oh, so you don't have an idea. So I've been trained to extract that out of homeowner because a homeowner should be to, not lying. They should be honest. But here's the homeowner's fear why they lie. And here's how they justify it. Homeowner lies because they watched HGTV. And in the beginning of the show, this kitchen costs 75000 And they're like, I love that kitchen. They don't want to tell the contractor 75000 because if the contractor, in their mind, the, the contractor may think to them, this is a $40,000 kitchen I'm going to make money on. So if they say seventy five, the contractor then in return is going to lie back. Yeah, that's about the right budget, Mrs. Homeowner. <laughs> so that's the problem. You got liars upon liars. And although the world is not an honest place, we like to think it is and we want it to be. My advice to homeowners is just give a range. But if you don't want to give them money and you, you don't want to give them a range, here's what you'd say to the contractor to get the range that you think. You know, Mr. Contractor, I really do have a budget, but I don't want to give it to you. Be honest. What I'm asking is because you're an expert and you come highly recommended, Mr. Contractor, that you should be able to tell me a range. This kitchen that I just described to you ranges between X and Y. Why can't you tell me that? And the contractor will be like, yes, I can. Now, I've been trained to answer that question. The answer to that question is X and Y. X is the low number, Y is the high number. The homeowner's only going to remember X. <laughs> They'll never remember why. So as a contractor, X always has to be the selling price. Now, as a professional contractor, I know the price. I can tell you right now, in any kitchen, that's how good I am. Not cocky, but confident. You do enough, you know the pricing. Mrs. Jones, your kitchen is going to be $70,000 to about one hundred. One hundred twenty is the sub-zero wolf, you know, <laughs> stainless steel. Right. 70,000 is the GE monogram. <laughs> both have dovetail drawers, both have self-closed glides, but you understand where we're at? Now, if you want, I can save you a few dollars and you can buy the appliances after I've given you the spec. However, that's where we're at. Did I, is your budget anywhere near that? Now, that's when the homeowner needs to be on. And they're, most of the time they're going to say yes. If they say no or they hesitate, then you know that you're, in trouble. So, you know, and you can say, you know, it's all about communication. Mrs. Homeowner, you know, it sounds to me like you're a little hesitant to that price. Does that seem out of your range? Well, I was thinking, oh, you were thinking what? Because you already had a budget in your head. Then the homeowner says, I was thinking about 50 grand. Okay. 50 grand is not going to be enough to get me a kitchen that you want, Mrs. Homeowner, that you described. However, I think I can get close. Would it make sense for you to come to my showroom? Let me show you some cabinets in the range of 50 to 70 and go that route. There are some tiles that we can get creative with. Instead of getting the uh, six by six floor tiles, if we do the 12 by 12, you're buying less tiles and we put them on an angle, a diamond pattern, it'll give you the same look for less money. Is the cabinetry the most expensive part of the remodel? Yeah. Uh, next to labor, the highest cost is cabinetry. And the cabinetries are about 40%. Or right around, no, 25%, the 40% with labor. So that's the highest kind. Now, can you buy cheap cabinets that look good? Yes. And some, some homeowners believe that they have to have the high-end cabinets. Between you and I, my first thing is to cheapen the cabinets. Make sure you have a nice door. Here's why. 30 years ago when they built cabinets, they were built by hand. They glued them and they had machines that tried to keep them square. Today, they've applied 
automotive production, the cabinets. So they can thin the wood. They can use better fasteners and better glue. And it's thinner wood. It's cheaper. It's built quicker, less labor. And it's a box. But who the, who the hell ever sees anything but the cat in the door anyway? Thank you. That's the whole point, Roberto. Right. So for homeowners, I'd say your plates, knives, and bowls don't care what they're sitting on. So you don't need expensive wood. Buy a cabinet that has a nice door. Get dovetail drawers and get self-closed glides. And that's it. Everything else cheapen up on. And trust me when you do that. That's the success in the formula of a good successful project, really, in my opinion. So, again, communication is what drives lies in the home improvement. The biggest lie in home improvement is, we'll be done Monday, the guy's on his way. You hear that. Homeowners have to be smart enough to say, what does on his way mean? Ask questions. Remember, the contractor is the expert. You're the homeowner supposed to be never done this before. So, just don't be afraid of it. Mr. Home, Mr. Contractor, I've heard that you're on your way. What does that mean? An hour? Two hours? Or are you going to get sidetracked? If you're not going to make it, call me. And stress communication with your contractor. But if he lies to you, then you got a problem. And you need to address the lie. Do you need to do it? Because some contractors don't know that they're lying. Some are just dumb. But some homeowners, too, lie. As we all know, we just heard. So, listen. It starts with a good contract. It starts with communication. And when the lies start rolling, you'll know how to catch it. That's what I'm talking about. So, in conclusion... The biggest lie in home improvement or the biggest lies in home improvement are when the contractor says he's on his way, are when he says the job will be done Monday, are when he says, uh, you know, the job will take a few minutes. Ask them to clarify that, get it in writing, and the lies will be diminished. Now, when the homeowner starts lying to you, you can go to the homeowner and say, Mrs. Homeowner, I've dealt with a lot of homeowners before. When Usually when they tell me what you just said, it's possible that you don't mean to be not truthful, but you're not telling me the truth. Is that the case here? It takes courage to do that to a homeowner, but you know what? You'll go a lot farther, and you'll, you'll stop lying for sure. Um, thanks for tuning in to uh, Contractor Therapy. You can hit the subscribe button if you liked it. Please leave me a, um, a rating, and you can download it at radio.com or your favorite place to get your podcast at. I'm Adam Helfman. This is Contractor Therapy.